1: Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
2: It's 4.02 and you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com in Philadelphia. Also on your smartphone or tablet with the WFIL app. You can download that free from WFIL.com. Carry us with you. Wherever you go. Forecast, been nice day today. We're going to eventually go down to about 40 with clouds and stay on the cloudy side tomorrow. Temperature holding around 45, give or take. Probably a little morning rain and some afternoon rain as well. That's for tomorrow. Saturday and Sunday, we jump up into the mid to upper 60. It's like a 20-degree jump up. We'll take that. Maybe it's still kind of cloudy, but at least it'll be quite a bit more spring-like. Sixers lost to Atlanta last night. They're home this evening against Milwaukee. 8 o'clock tip there. Flyers are at St. Louis as well at 8 o'clock on the road. And the uh, Phillies lost yesterday to Washington. They're off this evening, and then they start a weekend series. I think it's Minnesota is visiting for some interleague play this weekend. Speaking of the Phillies, have an interesting show uh, planned out. Part of it, including a gentleman named Rob Mitchell. Rob works with a company called Victus, which is based in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, and they make bats for major league ball players, including the Phillies' three hundred thirty million dollar man, Bryce Harper. So we'll ta- we'll talk with Rob about that process and uh, maybe get some insight in all these home runs Bryce is hitting. Julian King from The Voice is going to be joining us. The Voice is you know a competition that's been happening for many uh, years, and they're in the middle of their season. He uh, has a local connection. He grew up in Philadelphia, so we'll chat with Julian for a few moments. We also, on the other coast, will be joined by a young lady named Presley Tennant. She's also part of the voice competition. She's from a place called Norco, California. So we'll do all of that, and we'll also, uh, as usual, get some freebies out, some Dunkin' and Wawa gift cards, have our toll-free number handy and ready to call in at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Not just yet, but we'll... Have you do that? We also, one other thing on a more serious note, want to give away some vouchers for the movie Unplanned. It's one of the most talked about films right now. Just hit movie theaters this past Friday. Unplanned is the gripping true story of one woman's journey of transformation. And we at WFIL, along with Dr. James Dobson's Family Talk, are giving away a pair of tickets to see this powerful pro-life film. Uh, and if, what we just ask you to do is give us a quick text, 610-500-3683. That's 610-500-3683. And we will go through those and make a winner during the hour. So when you get a moment, just uh, text your first and last name, if you would, and the word unplanned. And that'll be good enough for us. We'll know what you're texting for. And hopefully you'll have a pair of tickets to see this movie, Dr. Dobson has been leading the conversation on this serious and very difficult subject for over 40 years. And we are pleased that you can listen to him as well on Family Talk every weeknight here on WFIL. Uh, we all, by the way, on the side, we are working on a, a conversation with Dr. Dobson. We're planning to have him on the uh, afternoon show sometime, I think, in the next week or two. Very busy man. We've been uh, corresponding. Uh, with his uh, assistant to help set that up. And so we're grateful to have that opportunity. I think it's going to be maybe as soon as next week. Uh, in the meantime, you can catch the program, uh, the Family Talk, 6 o'clock each weeknight right here on WFIL. We'll take a short break. We'll come back at you with uh, some music and also our interviews that we've uh, have drawn attention to have mentioned here at the beginning of the program. And as always, our toll-free lines are open. You just want to give a call and say hello. You're allowed to do that too. 800 560 WFIL. Back in a, min- a minute with more. Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL.
1: On AM 560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show.
3: Sometimes I think you've got part of a brain. Thanks. Don't mention it. <laughs> yeah.
4: Hold the milk, put back the sugar. They are to console. We gathered here to sprinkle ashes from our late free cereal bowl. Breakfast clubbers say the motto that he taught us to repeat. You'll lose it in your gym class if you wait till noon to eat. Back when the chess club said our eggs were soft. Every Monday it's a grace and hold our juice.
2: at Green Valley Country Club, Thursday, the 25th of April, when WFL hosts its annual Pastors Appreciation Breakfast. In addition to that wonderful breakfast, we have uh, a lot of other things going on. Time of worship, a time to connect with other pastors, be encouraged and, and uh, encourage someone else. Workshops, the whole thing's free. And our guest speaker, there to encourage as well. A.R. Bernard, he is the senior pastor of the uh, Christian Cultural Center in Brooklyn, New York. Also hosts a radio program on WFIL each weekday afternoon at 3. I actually talked with Pastor Bernard not long ago. And one of the questions I asked him had to do with that role of being a pastor and how do you walk a line between being the leader, the main uh, main person leading up front, but also having a rapport with those in the congregation, that that proximity issue. The ch- or that, uh, the challenge of, of walking that line properly, and here's what he had to say about that.
5: Yeah, it goes back to the words of Solomon in his prayer when he asked the Lord to give him wisdom to go in and out from among the people. He understood that there were two relationships, one that was closed, that required a certain rapport, intimacy, interaction, but also one that was removed in order to provide leadership because you can't be one of the boys and a leader at the same time. There has to be an understanding of the spatiality, of relationship between those that lead and and those that follow that leadership. I look forward to unpacking that to help leaders understand, how do you do that? How do you manage that? You know, in some places it can become uh, so personal that the pastor can be in the minds of the congregants reduced to a peer level, and lose that pastoral authority that is necessary to leave, hmm. because you have to be able to speak the truth to people, and that sometimes may mean offending them uh, in some way. You try to do it warmly, with love, gently, but you have to be in a position to speak the truth to them, and if the relationship is so close and so intimate that you can't speak that truth to them, then... You fall short of your pastoral responsibility.
2: Let's say our Bernard, just a little sliver of what we're probably in store for at that pastor's appreciation breakfast. Again, we've had uh, dozens and dozens of pastors that are very excited, have already registered for this, uh, but we still have room for a little bit more. So if you would like to nudge your pastor in the ribs a little bit and say, hey, got this free thing, go for it and enjoy. It's a Thursday morning, again, the 25th of April, along with other pastors throughout the tri-state area. Uh, The registration is right on our homepage, WFIL.com. There's a big banner there. You can't miss it. Uh, also played you know, the song Breakfast by Newsboys. And another thing you'll find on our website in the contest page is a trip to see Newsboys in the Chicago area. It's the Newsboys United Greatness Giveaway. It's called that because uh, if you've ever seen Newsboys in concert, they're fantastic. They just really know how to put on a great show. They're very sound theologically, but they're a lot of fun with what they do. And they usually have, like, the drum set rising out of the floor and all kinds of other crazy things. Uh, And the the group that they're doing, this, the lineup, I guess, it's just, it's really a great lineup. The, The core, the last number of years, has been Michael Tates, who was with the group DC Talk. You have Duncan Phillips, Jody Davis, and Jeff Frankenstein, who have been with the group for many, many years. But rejoining the group, at least for a while now, with this new record, Newsboys United, Peter Furler, And Phil Joel. Peter Furler, you know, bald as an egg. And Phil Joel with this long, flowing, blonde, curly hair. You can't miss them. They're teaming up. It's like a greatest hits lineup in many respects. This trip would send you to Chicago to see them in concert, have a VIP meet-and-greet backstage. We, of course, conclude the airfare, hotel, meals. It's a great thing. And I will say this parenthetically. It's one of many things that WFL has going on its contest page. We can only tell you about so many things. But if you go to the contest page, you'll see there are a lot of opportunities for you. So have fun, get in on that. And who knows you could win. Uh, so we'll be rooting for you. That's again called the Newsboys United greatness giveaway. There's some t-shirts and other things going on, CDs and stuff available in that contest as well. I mentioned at the top of the program, how we have several guests this hour. And one of them has availability for us. His name is Julian King. He's with the voice that you can see on the TV and, uh, he's a hometown guy from Philadelphia. Let's see, i got the right buttons here. Hello, Julian. How you doing? What's going on, Tim? I'm good. Good. Yeah, you're uh, right in our own backyard. We get to root for you extra hard. Right. Yeah. Thanks, man. Tell us about your history with Philly. You grew up in Philadelphia, right?
3: I really did. So I was born and raised, uh, my father was in the military, so we moved around to Virginia Beach and San Diego. Yeah. Um, and then I finally moved back to Philly, and I've pretty much been here the bulk of my life. Um, I went to Masterman, and then I went to Kappa, and then I graduated from the University of the Arts, so I'm a Philly boy all day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Are you a Philly, Philly guy, or Sixers, or Eagles, Flyers, or any of those teams? Um, I'm really not into sports, more <laughs> so just the art. Okay, that's fair. Uh, you sung in choir early on, too, right? Was it uh, school, or church, or community, or?
3: Yeah, that was, so, I mean, I grew up in church. Uh, I come from a musical family, so. Yeah. I was, like, singing in choir uh, as a child, yeah. and that kind of birthed the idea or, I guess, the urge to want to even try it. So then I started singing in the high school choir, and then I really, and that's when I realized I enjoyed it. So I kept going.
2: That's great. You also, by the way, I understand you went to China. What was what led to that, and, and what was it like?
3: I did. <laughs> um so let's honestly, I just received an, uh, an email from my actually my friend within the company' it's this company that hires these musicians and singers from all over the world um, and I received an email asking if I was interested and at the time, like I didn't really have anything that was tying me down, and I thought it would be a perfect opportunity for me to just get out and you know learn a little bit more about myself and learn a lot more about people and music. so I did that for a year, and I was touring from city to city. And it was a really, really cool experience. It was a lot of work. I was performing six nights a week, uh, four hours a night. Uh, and it, just, it was a lot of work, but I'm super glad I did it because I feel like I grew as an artist, but more so as a person.
2: I bet. At what point did you um, try it out for the voice like or when did it, when did it come on your radar? like maybe I should give that a shot?
3: Uh, so I, I auditioned summer of seventeen before I left for China, and then when I got back from China last summer. Uh, I was at the Root picnic, and they messaged me on Instagram, asked me to come to an audition, and then the rest is
2: history. Wow. That's really cool. And you wound up uh, with John, working with John Legend now. What's that like? He stood up at the yeah. end of your performance on Monday. That must be pretty cool.
3: John John is a super nice guy. He's super knowledgeable about music um, and super sensitive to like musicality. And he's a musician himself, so he understands the voice. And I think that we align in our, um, what do you call it, just the way that we like, tones of voices and the styles, styles of music that we're into, I think that he was the perfect coach for
2: me. On that topic, and our last question, he mentioned and the other judges mentioned your runs as standing out, perhaps being a reason why you won on Monday. What goes into a good run? What yeah. is a run, and, and how long does it last? Is it a few seconds, or what, how's it go?
3: Oh, <laughs> I mean, it just depends. For me, it comes from feeling. Um, I think I've started experimenting with runs in church, just from feeling and being in the moment um and, and the funny part about it i actually added that run in the performance like two days before in a rehearsal it was more like a in the moment kind of thing and it just stuck and i just kept it and it, it ended up being the thing that made me win.
2: that's great that's great well congratulations to you keep enjoying it god bless you and have a great rest of your day
3: thank you so much god bless you as well
2: that's julian king who just won his uh, battle on monday and Philly is his hometown, so if you happen to watch a program, you can have a little extra insight into his singing. We have a brief break to take, and then we're going to switch gears and jump to the other coast. We have another participant who uh, won in her round most recently when the voice, her name is Presley Tennant, and she's from a place called Norco, California. So we'll chat with her a little bit. We also have a gentleman named Rob Mitchell who'll be checking in. He's with a company called Victus, based in King of Prussia, which, among other things, makes Bryce Harper's baseball bat. So when you're watching those home runs fly out, very well could be a bat that Rob and his company have made. We'll chat with him about that a little bit. We still have Duncan and Wawa gift cards to ask you to call in for. And I mentioned earlier... Uh, one of the most talked about films right now is called uh, Unplanned. It just came out this past Friday. A gripping true story of one woman's journey of transformation. And along with Dr. James Dobson's family talk, WFIL has been giving away some tickets for this very powerful pro-life film. If you would like to have yourself in the running for that, send a text with the word unplanned and your name to uh, 610 500 dub 610 500 3683 and we'll make a winner before the program is through back in just a minute with more on am 560 wfil wfil.com it's the tim Demoss show thank you for tuning in you're listening
1: to a podcast of the tim Demoss show heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on am 560 wfil and at wfil.com
6: and now hey rockies Watch me pull a
1: rabbit out of my hat.
6: But that trick never worked. This time for sure. Presto!
1: Well, I'm getting close.
6: And now it's time for another special feature. It's
1: The Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL.
2: 60 to WFIL, WFIL.com. Jennifer Knapp from her Kansas CD. I was listening to that the other night. I was like, I'm going to play that on the show. That's a cool song. It's a great song. It's based on Psalm 20. You know, the Psalms are 150 of them, and they all take different, uh, they sound different. Some of them are like cries of desperation. Some are very celebratory. Uh, this one, Psalm 20, is actually almost like a blessing psalm. And it says, may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will shout for joy when you are victorious and will lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He answers him from his holy heaven with the saving power of his right hand. Verse 7, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Verse 8 says, they are brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand firm. O oh Lord, save the king, answer us when we call. a so 9 verse Psalm, that's uh, Psalm chapter 20. Though I'd share that with you the, this afternoon. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, and amen to that verse. I, I ask myself, I'll just say this on a side note. Uh, we all have different pressures we're facing and different struggles we have. And uh, it's not um, – it's, it, it's easy, I should say, to think of different ways to fight those things, whether they're healthy or not. And it doesn't even have to be, you know, oh, I'm stressed. I'm going to overeat. I'm going to go drink or do something else. It could just be I'm going to double down and do my own thing and further cut God out of the equation. When Maybe the problem is that really there hasn't been a lot of God in the, in the mix of what you're doing. And you need to just stop for a moment or a few moments and just talk to him. And ask him for his help because he does love us and he wants to help us. And maybe just that's part of what's needed, whatever the case may be. Forecast for today, uh, got a cloudy evening ahead. Low 40. Cloudy day tomorrow, too. Rain probably early and later in the day. On the chilly side, not the most comfortable of days, I guess. 47 the high tomorrow. Going to be kind of in that range all day. We do jump way up into the high 60s on Saturday and Sunday. So nice weekend ahead might be on the cloudy side at least Saturday. Maybe a little rain, but certainly quite a bit warmer. Sixers lost to Atlanta last night. They're home this evening against the Greek freak from Milwaukee. I can say that because I'm Greek, and I can't even I can't even say it. Gian- Giannis Antetokounmpo. You know what I'm talking about, Joe? It's like 47 vowels in his name, uh, but he's a great ball player, and it should be a great game. Flyers at St. Louis at eight o'clock tonight, and the Phillies lost yesterday to Washington. They have the other night off and then they get ready for a weekend series at home. I think it's the twins that are in town this weekend. Mentioned at the uh, earlier part of our program, we were looking forward to having a conversation with Presley Tennant. She's with The Voice, one of the contestants. She's based in California, and she joins our fine broadcast now, Tim DeMoss Show. Hello, Presley. How are you doing? Hey, how are you? good. How are you? I'm great. The pride and joy of Norco, California. What's it like in your hometown right now? Are they pretty excited for you? Oh, it's
7: so nice. Everyone is so extremely supportive. It's it's definitely a crazy
2: feeling. That's great. Well, you've been doing music for a lot of years, right? I know you're you're uh, young, but you've been doing music for most of your life, right? Share a little bit about your, your background on that.
7: I've been singing ever since I was seven. And so uh, that was like when I was really introduced to it. I was in a girl group shortly after, I want to say, from 11 to 12, 13 years old. Um, and that's where I really fell in love with music and like, decided and knew that I wanted to pursue music for the rest of my life. Around 12, 13, the girl group broke up, and then I've been solo ever since.
2: I would guess that that time in the girl group helped with the fact, you know, being on The Voice, maybe being a little less intimidating than it could otherwise be.
7: Extremely. It's having that experience of, like, being on stage and performing and, like, being in front of, like, all these different, like, industry people uh, really helped me open my eyes to realize that it's, like, it's not as scary as I thought it would be if I wasn't a part of it before. And so coming from there and then going to The Voice, it I was still definitely nervous. But it wasn't as bad, I don't think.
2: Yeah. I understand you had a chance to perform for the Jacksons, among others. So that must have been pretty cool and, and also similarly prepared you for The Voice as far as not being too starstruck.
7: Yeah. It, I mean, I got to perform for the Jacksons. Uh, Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland was definitely, like, one of, like, the big ones. I was a giant Destiny-style fan. I mean, as well as the Jacksons. Yeah. Um, and so I performing to them, and like, knowing that, like, hey, it's not as scary as you may think it may be. But uh, I got to perform for them, and then it all kind of clicked. And I was like, okay, well, they're just people. Like, everyone is just a normal person. But yeah. I still definitely got starstruck on that stage
2: <laughs> on yeah. The Voice. Chatting with Presley Tennant, who's with The Voice, and um, at what point did you, everybody has a different story how they got connected to The Voice or when it became kind of a thought, like, I wonder if I should try that. Uh, when did, what was the, the thought process for you, or the, the path to thinking about it, to actually go into the open call at the very beginning?
7: Um, I was always, like, a giant fan of the show. I've
2: always been watching
7: it. And so I knew that I kind of wanted to audition, but I didn't know if, like, I would actually, like, proceed with it. But I knew if I was going to, I wanted to do it when I was like felt like I was ready for it. Yeah. And so around, like, at 12, 13, I was still too young. And then once I turned 16, I was like, hey, this might be the year. Let's just try it out, and we'll see how it goes.
2: Is there an age restriction for, you know, for for being on The Voice? I'm not familiar with that.
7: It used to be 15 years old, and that's when I really wanted to audition, but that was when I was also, like, 12, 13 years old. Yeah. And then they changed it down to 13 years old. Okay. Uh... It's only a couple of years
2: ago, and it could happen. Like Chevelle Shepard won last year, right? She's only 15, so it's not that it can't happen. Just yep. yeah, <laughs> so, she yeah.
7: won, and then Brinkhartelli won the season before. Yeah, and she was also a younger
2: one too. On the one hand, it must be very special the whole process. On, and on the other hand, I could see how the experience could go from being really enjoyable to less enjoyable if you think too much about it or what's at stake or all that. How do you? How are you doing with all that? And you know, what's your mindset at this point?
7: My mindset right now is that this is all a journey and this is a fun ride, and that as long as, like, I keep putting my best effort that I can into everything and that I have a positive outlook and a mindset on it, it's all going to work out somehow.
2: Chatting with Presley Tennant with The Voice, um, kind of related to the previous question, are you able to keep an even keel with it, stay grounded, and, and where does that come from in terms of whether it's your upbringing or church life or anything that, that keeps you, you know, focused and not too all over the place? <laughs> because I can see it easily gets swept up, you know, in the whole thing. Anybody could. Yeah. I mean, I
7: still have, aside from The Voice, I still have a normal life. I still go to school. I still am at home. I hang out with my friends all the time. Yeah. And so... It's like that type of thing that really like. I look at that and I look at the whole outside perspective. Like, oh my gosh! Like, I'm actually on this show, and so I'm definitely very humbled by it. And Mm. looking at that, and I realize the opportunity that I have, and that not everyone gets this opportunity. And so that's what really like what keeps me grounded and what keeps me keeps me going.
2: I understand also that kind of along that normal side of life that you like to do other things. Like uh, when I was reading up about you, I actually thought – I have a daughter who's 15, and she sings all the time. And uh, not professionally, but she sings at our church, and she's in a band, worship band. And she also plays piano, which I think you do – I think I saw on Twitter you play piano some, musically inclined. I play a of it, yeah.
7: Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not the green for piano players, I'll tell you that. Okay. But I'm definitely still so- – I can do a couple chords I can do it with things like that
2: well you look like you're having fun with it like uh, in terms because one of the things they'll talk about on the voice is that it's that a lot of people have voices but there's also the performance side of things and knowing how to have stage presence and it seems like you have you know have that down pretty good
7: Well, thank you yeah I mean I've been working on it every like ever since I've got this they've opened my eyes to like the whole like dance and performing aspect of it right and so after that I really wanted to grow on that Yeah. and I have been taking, like, lessons ever since and, like, taking different classes because I knew that that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to put on a show. I wanted to be a performer.
2: That's great. That's cool. Uh, And and the other similarity, I thought of my daughter, like, she's a soccer player and softball, and I think you're into sports (laughs) too, right? You're, like, very active, well-rounded, not just one thing.
7: Yeah. I mean, I grew up playing soccer. My whole family is, like, pretty much like a soccer family. Like, my dad, he used to be my coach for a while. Um, he used to play. He still plays sometimes. My brothers both used to play. And so we're definitely a very active family.
2: That's great. What position did you play with soccer? Did you have a favorite?
7: Uh, I used to play sweeper.
2: Yeah. Last line of defense. And then right,
7: right or left defense were my favorite. I like I like controlling the back.
2: Yeah. I played goalie for a couple of years in high school, and it was always great to have a sweeper who knew how to, you know, because as a last line of defense, you like to have somebody who makes it where the, the ball doesn't even get to you, you know, if, you're, if you've if got a good sweeper yep. in front of you, you're in good shape. So yep. that's great. Presley Tennant spent a few minutes with us today on Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL in Philly. Uh, just a couple other questions about the voice. Is there is there any aspect of this whole process that you've been surprised by, you weren't aware, would be part of the process? or
7: Not necessarily. I feel like it was just the difference of, like, actually seeing it on TV and then being there in real life and, like. experiencing it it all firsthand. I feel like that was just the biggest thing. But other than that, I kind of already felt like I knew what was going to be happening with that. So, yeah, it was just like that transition of being on TV and then being there.
2: Is there anything special as far as just taking care of your voice, uh, more involved, less involved than a person might think, to, to protect it properly and train it?
7: I mean, the biggest one for me is just, I do my warm-ups and practicing all the time, making sure that it's not going to degress for some reason and making sure I'm singing properly. That would be the only thing.
2: Kelly Clarkson works with you, too, right? So, I mean, uh, she seems like she would be very, make you feel at home and very comfortable working with you.
7: She is, like, everything that I ever imagined that you see on TV and beyond that. She's so incredible and such an amazing person.
2: That's great. Has you taught you anything that you weren't aware of yet, or is it more just bringing out of you what you already had?
7: It was, I think bringing stuff out of me that like I already had that, like I didn't know that I could do in that sense. Like there was like one thing that really stuck out to me and this was so random, but there was like a fun fact and she was like, Oh yeah. Like on the days, like where I'm just like, my voice may not be going as high or I can hit these lower notes. She's like, I just know every single song on her tour, and three different keys. And three different keys. And so I thought that was really interesting.
2: Hmm, that's neat. Well, it, and you get how much time do you get to work with her? Is it a is it a daily thing or a check in or just a how, what's the what's the relationship like as far as how how the coaches work with you?
7: It kind of depends. So like, I got a really like Rizzy and I for our bottle, We got a really like good coaching session. She taught us a lot of things, and then we had like our on stage rehearsals, and then we had like a little more here and there.
2: You ready to roll? Next round? You excited?
7: Yeah. I'm
2: ready. <laughs> <laughs> ready. for it to be now, or are you, you're, you're okay with a yeah. little break? Yeah. I, I
7: mean, it's kind of nice experiencing the whole break, but I, I'm ready for everyone else to watch
2: it. Yeah. Well, congratulations on getting to this point. Thanks for taking time, Presley. It's nice to make your acquaintance and keep having fun. Keep enjoying. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Bye. That's Presley Tennant with the voice. She's uh, still in the competition. There are several dozen singers and performers who are in the mix at this point, and each week they'll get whittled down, and every now and again we have a chance to chat with one. I find it interesting to learn of that path, and, and it's a very different thing. Obviously, it's, it's kind of cool, too, to be able to, to uh, get in their minds and see what it's like to get to that stage. Everybody in their lives, I think, you know, may have a, a, a watershed moment or a big time where wow things are coming together, and and of course only one person wins. So even then, whether it's sports or whatever, a lot of times there is just a, um, a situation where you get to enjoy the process and you take from what you can. And then uh, if it turns out that you don't win, you still are able to appreciate hopefully the process part of it. So uh, it's neat to be able to catch some of these folks on the way up, and then at the very end we may get the, the the winner. We hope hopefully we'll have a chance to do that as well. But in the meantime, we have a short break, and then we have Rob Mitchell. With Victus from King of Prussia, Uh, this a bat company that makes Bryce Harper of the Phillies baseball bats and a bunch of other players, too. going to chat with him a little bit, maybe get some insight into Bryce's hot start to the year. We also have the Duncan and Wawa gift cards to hand out before the show's over, as well. It's all coming up next on AM560, WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com.
2: AM 560 WFIL at the Tim DeMoss Show, and we're glad to bring in Rob Mitchell uh, under the program based out in King of Prussia with, is it pronounced Victus, Rob? Yes, yeah. yes it is. Thanks for uh, joining us. Apparently you and the co-founders of Victus, Jared Smith and Ryan Engroff, are the reason Bryce Harper is going to hit 100 home runs this year.
8: Well, <laughs> we certainly hope so. I mean, I, I personally don't hope so. I mean, I'm a Mets fan, so it's on the table.
2: Wow, um, Okay. Yeah, right. I grew up in New York, so... Well, uh, you're allowed then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us a bit about what Victus is and does for starters. Well, uh, we make wood baseball bats for um,
8: professional baseball players and obviously amateurs, um, but mostly, mostly professionals. I mean, we have two 250 bats come out a day just for just for professionals. Um, wow. I mean, they're probably the highest quality bats you can get in the market, Um Okay. Yeah, Marucci is. Marucci ended up buying us last year, um, early in the year. I think it was around February. Okay. they ended up buying us, and they um, they have the largest market in the MLB. They they probably do anywhere from about three hundred to three hundred and fifty bats a day.
2: Okay, and Victus they is have, under is their umbrella. We own about. Sorry, uh, Victus is under their umbrella then, or yes. Okay, yeah, we're a, we're a subsidiary of Marucci. Okay. And you're based in King of Prussia. So that's a cool, it's a local thing well within our broadcast range. And uh, maybe you yeah. could share for a moment because we're excited to have Bryce Harper in Philly. Now he's hitting 500 on the season and he's, you know, he's living up to his contract for sure already. Yeah. But how did, how did uh, Jared and Ryan, uh, you know, the co-founders of Victus get connected with Bryce in the first place? I guess it's a gradual thing where you have a reputation already with other major leaguers. It helps to pave that way. Um, yeah I mean I certainly think that they had they built a good rapport with
8: you know a large majority of the MLB yeah. um and minor leaguers that certainly helps because word spreads fast to, you know this company has good bats this company you know kind of doesn't so um <laughs> yeah. I, I certainly think that definitely played a role in it um and I think it was obviously gradual as well yeah. um you know they they would they probably met him a couple different times in spring training and, uh you know, introduced their product to him. And, you know, the, Bryce Harper is getting, of course, the highest quality stuff you can get in the market sure. um, from every company. That's not just from us. That's, you know, Tucci and Chandler and Marucci. Everybody's given them their best quality
2: stuff. In your experience, so, uh, for this, just tuning in, we're uh, chatting with Rob Mitchell with the company Victus, which is based in King of Prussia, and they're one of the suppliers for the bats that a lot of major leaguers use, including Bryce Harper of the Phillies. What's involved in general in the creating of a, of a perfect bat? It's a lot of back-and-forth conversation with the player in terms of their feel and going back to the drawing board and trying different things? or what's What's that process like?
8: Um it, it really depends on the player mostly. Like we have certain guys who, you know, they want to swing uh four different models in one week. Um you know Marwin Gonzalez of the Astros is one of those guys. He he likes to swing pretty much two two three new bats every week. And it's, hmm. it's kind of it can get frustrating at times um because you know you don't have that continuity. So you're always creating new names for models. You're always creating new models. So that can that can be kind of a pain. Um, but yeah, I mean the Har- Harper's actually one of those guys who He likes to swing a lot of different uh, models. He tries a lot of stuff out.
2: But, I mean, is is there a situation where, for example, if folks are watching any ball game, they'll see a player go back to the dugout, maybe just made an out, and he puts his bat back down in the cubicle area, and there might be 10 bats in there. In your experience, are those bats different depending on the situation, or are they like 10 of the same in case one breaks?
8: Um, Well, most guys actually end up ordering around 12 bats at a time, 12 to 18. Mm -hmm. So um, most of the time it's the same model. Yeah, okay. you know, I'd say 90% of the time it's the same model with uh just what might be different specs. So, you know, in one case, most guys swing 33 and a half, so some guy might want to try a 34, 34, 31, 33, 33 and a half, 31. Yeah. And just, yeah, they like to try a lot of different things. Yeah,
2: I was, and the reason why I ask is I can imagine there's, you know, the starting pitcher for the games is more known for his off-speed pitches, and then there's a closer who's throwing 100 miles an hour, and it's different. Yeah. Would they maybe want a different variation of what their, of their core model that they like, but something slightly different depending on who they're facing?
8: Yeah, yeah, certainly. Like if you, like you said, if someone's facing uh, someone who throws really hard, then they might go with a lighter bat. If someone they're facing someone who throws really really slow they might go with a, a little bit of a heavier bat
2: yeah chat with rob mitchell of victus based in king of prussia uh they're one of the companies that supplies bryce harper's bats and many other major leaguers are there, there's some names off the top of your head folks might recognize uh that, y- that you supply bats for in, in the majors um well mookie Betts, uh who just won
8: the mvp last year for the red sox yeah jose altuve swings our bat um he won the mvp the year before that obviously bryce harper um that's the really list cool. goes on and on.
2: <laughs> That's fun. That's good. When did how did you get involved with working with Victus and in, in, in this line of work?
8: Um, well, it, it all goes back to what, my senior year of college. I uh, I was looking for a job, and uh, I, I was a college baseball player myself. Okay. Um, so so um, you know, they, they, Victus really looked for people who have a big, and experience background in baseball. Sure. And uh, obviously, I had that because I've been playing baseball since the time I was five years old. So. Uh, 16, 17 years playing baseball, you're going to know pretty much everybody who's in the big leagues or a large majority of them. Yeah. So um, seeking... they look for that. They, they really did look for that. Um, and they like to have, like, a, a big locker room atmosphere. They're, they're big on that. Um, and I kind of fit right in with everybody uh, kind of right away.
2: So it was, it was nice. That's neat. Well, and they, it sounds like they're picking people who appreciate the game for starters and, and really know what it's like, the importance of having just the right bat. For you know, because mm-hmm. that's your that's your weapon when you're up there. That's your main thing. <laughs> so Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty amazing when you stop and think about it. How much is really riding on? I I, I like to think a little I don't know, differently. Where I think, okay, we have this guy. We all the trouble uh, and the all the work. I should say, not trouble, work that went into signing Bryce Harper this long contract. And in a lot of ways, how he does really rides on some very basic things like having cleats that you know hold together well that fit good Mm -hmm. and a bat in his hands and a glove they can catch the ball like you know those are maybe forgotten but Mm -hmm. they're super important is it that's Mm -hmm. not really lost on you probably the importance of the success of the players uh depending on, on your craft yeah i never
8: really actually thought of that um i mean i guess i think about it in terms of if a guy strikes out well it's not really our fault. That's his fault. But if a guy hits a home run, well, <laughs> you know, maybe it's the bat. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I
2: kind of go back and forth
8: on that. But yeah, I never thought of it in that way.
2: That's interesting. Yeah. Well, what the value of that three hundred and thirty million? You know, even yeah. even the difference between a couple of home runs one way or the other, or a home run at the right time because the bat was made right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, can, uh, to me, uh, yeah. that stuff is very real. It's very practical. I'm, I'm sure Bryce knows it, and the other players too. Uh, does Victus yeah. deal directly? um at all besides the majors. Like if there are people listening, like uh people who run township clubs or like uh colleges or did they ever do bats for uh you know, programs like that? Or is it more uh, yeah, I mean we've done bats for a
8: variety of different programs. Uh
2: Gwynedd Mercy,
8: um, who's a local college yeah. around here, they my, my uh they wife... just ordered trophy bats for their senior team. Oh cool. Um, so like we we do stuff like that all the time for people. Uh we, we actually give a lot of deals for uh teams, depending on how many bats they order. Yeah. Uh, if they order. 12, 24, however many, they can get a certain percentage off.
2: That's neat. My wife actually graduated from Gwinnett Mercy. So I, uh, Oh, great. <laughs> well familiar with that whole thing. And uh, that's yeah. great. If people want to find out a little bit more about Victus, is there a, a main place to do that? Yeah. Uh, victusports.com. Okay. And it's V I C T U S and then the yes. word sports. So there's a double S in the middle, like shorts though. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Sports or back. I'm not hundred percent sure
8: on the website. Just, okay.
2: Just Google Victus. That'd, that'd be the best way. Okay that sounds great well thank you rob it's a privilege to chat yeah. with you and, and lear, learn a little about it. it's a neat uh thing to think about i know you you know a lot of can, i mean can you tell when you're watching bryce bat if he's using one of your bats That's the i'll same. tell you one thing working for this company has made me look for every single person
8: to bat <laughs> it, it changes the way i've watched baseball it really has yeah it's, oh. it's,
2: it's an incredible it's an incredible thing yeah you're rooting for different things. You know, people are rooting for the wins, and you're rooting for the bats. I mean, and the yeah, wins.
8: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope he hits three home runs,
2: and I hope the Phillies lose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Well, thank you again, Rob. It's nice to chat with you. And uh, Yeah, not a problem. Well, maybe we'll chat again down the road sometime. All right, great. Thanks, Rob. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. you yeah, too. Bye-bye. That's Rob Mitchell with Victus and King of Prussia. He's a Mets fan, but we'll let him on the show. You think, Joe, one more time and down the road? Maybe, maybe one more time. Yeah, that's all right. He's allowed. He grew up in New York, he said. Should be a good division this year. Hey, we have one more break to do. We also have a Duncan Wawa gift card thing to do. Give me a quick call if you want to win one right now. 800-560-WFIL. 800-560-9345. You can choose Duncan or Wawa. They're courtesy of Brianer Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Again, one more time. 800-560-9345. Take a random caller right now to win a gift card for Duncan or Wawa with uh, Brian Chevrolet and AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com.
1: Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues.
2: Let's make a winner. What's your name? Hernandez Betsy. Hernandez Betsy. Do you always announce your last name first when you talk to people? No, I just said that's for you. <laughs> I feel very special. I'm DeMoss I'm Tim. And, you, okay. and you've and you won the Donuts Dunkin' card or the, well, Wawa's, no, Wawa is ah-ah, aw, aw, backwards. All right, hey, you win. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. We're out of time here. I'm going to turn things over to Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries. He'll lead in for next. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll look forward to doing it again tomorrow. See ya.